from the All Indiana Podcast Network. It's the Canine Lowdown, helping you get wise to the whys behind your dog's behavior. That's a good boy. With the Indie Dog Whisperer, Nathan Lowe. Well, hello there. I'm Nathan Lowe, the Indie Dog Whisperer, and you're listening to the Canine Lowdown. Thanks so much for joining me today. When COVID hit, we locked down and we got puppies. The little furry family members grew up loving life with their immediate family, but the developmental costs of limited social exposure and a predictable life within the four walls of the home left these COVID pups with a lack of experience and created a slew of adult dogs who have very limited outside interaction and have had limited outside interaction, if any at all. Well, it's time to teach these grown-up COVID pups how interesting and vast this world can be and how to receive novel situations with joyous curiosity. It's a prescription for COVID pups. It's our topic today on the Canine Lowdown. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. COVID puppies, who would have thought, right? Who would have thunk, as one of my relatives used to say, who would have thought that this would be a thing, but it really is. I can't tell you how many of my clients I hear talk about this. COVID hit and people got puppies. It was something to do at home. Well, what happened to these dogs? Because I am getting contact from folks saying, you know, our pup came in during COVID and we are experiencing some problems now with them being reactive to lots and lots of things. Well, what happened? COVID limited our puppies' exposure. If we got them during COVID, their exposure to outside stimuli and novel situations was extremely limited because we really didn't go much of anywhere. For many households, there were really no guests at all, no non-family members this pup ever saw come into the house. The pup never had to encounter this. The pup never really went out There were no social gatherings to go to. There were no places to go outside where the pup could meet other dogs. Everything was severely limited at that time due to COVID. Now, let me say something here. That really did create an issue for dogs as far as what they weren't familiar with. There were situations that would be normal for most dogs in the normal course of their life. And for these dogs, not so normal because they didn't experience this. They didn't experience hardly any socialization outside the four walls of their home. Now, listen. Just because you have a COVID pup that had limited socialization, this is no excuse for dominant possessive behaviors from your dog. That is not 
from limited social exposure. So if your dog is confronting guests, coming up to them like this, snapping at strangers, you have to deal with that. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. <clears throat> that cannot. That is not something you can justify on COVID. That is a result of your dog being possessive. There is a difference between a dog being confrontational and a dog being nervous of something. If a dog runs away while they bark or growl, yeah, they're nervous. If they come roaring forward, barking and growling, they're being confrontational. So don't credit COVID with confrontational behavior in your dog. That behavior needs to be dealt with. Don't justify it based on COVID. That'd be a bad thing to do and it won't actually help the dog in the end. Now, a COVID pup's chances of adapting now to new situations and new people and unfamiliar dogs, their chance of adapting smoothly drops significantly if they've been allowed to claim you and the other family members in your home. What do I mean by that? If you're allowing your dog to sit on your lap, sit across your feet, lean their body weight against you, bark at you, eat food out of your hands, crash around you as you try to walk down the stairs, these are all things that you are signaling to your dog you have a lower social rank in the social group. When that happens, your dog becomes the parent in that social group, you become the puppy, and a dog can become extremely possessive of people as if they're the dog's puppies. So if you set that up in your home, you are going to have a lot of difficulty getting your dog to adapt to anything new because all the dog can think of when they're out with you is, this is my human puppy and I need distance between you and my human puppy. And they're gonna let other dogs and other people know that. So start by getting your home set up how it should be with you at the top of the social group. You're the parent in the social group. And now we're in a position to go and learn some novel situations with peace. Learn how to have peace in these situations. So what's a prescription, as I say, for COVID puppies? First, remove all claim the dog has in the home environment. And I just touched on that. Especially claim over you, your children, anyone else in that household that that dog has claimed that claim needs to be removed. And that's something that I do teach in my consults. Also claim over food in your household, that needs to be established. Claim over guests, teaching a front door protocol, which is another part of my program. Guests have to belong to you and a dog has to know that. If that's done and your dog is listening at home, your dog is deferring to you, your dog is showing deference to you as the one that is parentally running everything, now you're in a position to go ahead and expose them to some things. <clears throat> so. Expose them to novel situations from here. So let's say you say, um, I've never brought my dog really to a park where kids are playing because it kind of agitates them. Well, do this. <clears throat> so, excuse me. If you bring your dog to a park and people are playing soccer, say kids are playing soccer and your dog is all agitated by this. A fearful dog, when they see this, may want to run back to the car. So you have them on leash, they may jerk away really quick. Do not give in to that. If your dog is showing avoidance with novel situations, do not allow the, don't say, okay, here, well, let's go to your safe place. Let, no, 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 no. What you'll do is convince your dog it is something to be afraid of. And that's something we cannot do. Prevent avoidance if your dog is trying to run from a novel situation that you're trying to adapt them to. Now, if your dog is confrontational, say you pull up, to a park, pull your dog out on a leash and they go toward the kids playing soccer, 
you need to step in front of your dog, get the kids to your back, step at your dog, make your dog back up, little leash tug, say, hey. And when your dog calms down, then you stand beside him, loosen the leash and relax and model the energy you want your dog to have. If your dog confronts, confront your dog. If your dog is nervous and trying to run, just prevent avoidance by staying put. You don't follow your dog, stay put, say, ah, ah, and then just relax in the space. You have to own these outside situations. It is so important, and I'd say a lot of COVID pups are just nervous of stuff that they don't recognize. It is really important for the nervous dogs. Again, like I said, you do not let them avoid, and please, please do not try to comfort or coax them. Like, it's okay. It's okay. No, it'll be, it's okay, but all those sounds make you sound nervous too. Now you doubled exponentially the dog's nervousness. They think, oh my goodness, this really is something to be nervous about. It's not. You're in a novel situation. You know it's fine. Act like it. You don't need to talk to your dog through that. You need to model with your energy what you want your dog to act like. Calm curiosity. And that's what you want from your dog. Also, be really careful about your face. Don't overmake eye contact with your dog. Don't be bugging your eyes out saying, buddy, it'll be. Relax, breathe normally, let your eyes relax. Your dog is going to look to your face to see what your response is to this. He needs to see you watching it calmly and, and curiously. And then your dog will learn from that, huh, okay, I guess it's fine. Now, one note that I will make in this let's say that you do go to a park and some kids say, can we pet your dog? And you know that your dog is a little uneasy. Please do not let people pet your dog if your dog is nervous. Step one is for your dog to be present when they're nervous and not avoiding and fine just at that level. The next stage would be that people they see in the public that they would normally be nervous of they learn not to be nervous of because these people aren't going to walk up and confront them while they're on a leash, that folks toss them things, toss them treats. You can hand treats to people and say, just toss it down to them. That would be a level two. Then a level three would be, oh, okay, not only are we not nervous of people, but new people we come in contact with actually toss us stuff. And since that's true, humans likely have stuff to toss to us, so we're fine with them. That would be level three, where then petting could begin from that point. But never allow someone to come up to your dog. I'll tell you what I do to see if a dog wants to interact with me. If someone has their dog on a leash, I will stand away from that dog, not head to head, not face to face. I'll go 90 degrees and squat down, just on my haunches. If the dog's ears go back and neck goes down a little and they come toward me, they're saying, hey, how's it going? Let me give you a sniff. If the dog's ears go up, they stiffen up, tail goes up, I'll stand back up and completely ignore them. Never, ever, ever, ever walk up to a dog you don't know. And if you have a COVID pup that you're trying to get used to social situations with people, never permit people to walk up to your dog that your dog doesn't know, ever. The first step is your dog just needs to be comfortable with people around they don't know. Until you get to that point, it is not okay to risk your dog interacting with a person they don't know because your dog's on a leash, your dog can't get away, and if someone comes up and your dog is untrusting of that situation, your dog's stuck on a leash and they can't run away, and it is a possibility they're gonna snap, and you can't really fault them in that situation. 
So what you have to do is make sure when you come and do a novel social situation, you do not allow your dog to confront the situation, to go forward to confront. You do not allow your dog to run away to avoid. And you make sure that whatever they are uneasy about does not approach them, especially while they're trapped on a leash, because a dog should be on leash when you're out in public, obviously. This is the prescription for COVID puppies. These layers, okay, we don't allow confrontation of social situations we are unaware of. We confront our dog if they're going to be confrontational and say, nope, this is my situation. Leave it alone. Calm down. It's cool. If your dog tries to avoid because they're not sure, nope, we have to stay here. And you'll see even staying here, the situation's not going to come to you and do anything to you. COVID pups can learn that the world's a big, big place where they can have lots of adventures and enjoy people and enjoy interaction. But it's going to happen as you model the appropriate energy and learn to address your dog the way their parent would address them in order to achieve social balance. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Canine Lowdown. It has truly been an honor to have you with me. Remember, COVID did limit our pup's exposure, but you can now expose your adult dog to novel social situations, remembering that you do not allow them to avoid situations. Don't coax or comfort them with your voice because it'll make them feel worse. And do not allow them to confront situations. Allow them to be present in things and social situations they don't understand that they've never encountered and realize nothing's going to happen. Everything's cool in that situation. COVID pups can be really good adult dogs just like every other dog can if you follow this prescription. If you have questions or comments or would like to book a dog training consultation with me, you can do that by visiting my website, IndieDogWhisperer.com. Thank you for listening to the Canine Lowdown. Join me next week when, once again, I'll help you get wise to the whys behind your dog's behavior. I'm Nathan Lowe, the Indie Dog Whisperer. I'll see you soon. This is the Canine Lowdown with the Indie Dog Whisperer, Nathan Lowe. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. And be sure to check out other great podcasts on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Online now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.